You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Today's episode is being dropped on Tuesday, the 8th day of September 2020, and we will be talking about the fate of the Yankees, the fate of the Astros, and these two teams that I think everyone thought were going to be the elite teams in the American League are looking like serious also-rans. This show is available on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available wherever you get your podcast. And if you're staying at home during these trying times, be sure to tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB. Or check out some of the other great shows of the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen, Locked On Astros with H-Town and Eric, and Locked On Yankees with Stacey Gotsoulias. I've talked about those teams. Might as well throw a little plug their way. Hey, um... Oh, did I mention I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. All right, so here's how I'm going to break down this podcast today. I am starting this recording on Monday. It's I'm starting this on Labor Day, pulling back the curtain a little bit. I'm recording this on Labor Day, and it is before the games are starting. So you all know what happened in the games today. I don't, but I want to just give a little bit of perspective, and then we're going to reconvene after the games are over. The Houston Astros and the New York Yankees are really the only two teams I don't care to see win. I, Even though I've separated myself emotionally from the Boston Red Sox, uh, I still don't want to see the Yankees win. And you know what? I just think it would be a big mess in baseball if in the wake of the Astros scandal that they win because I do not want the narrative of, oh, here's the redemption of the Astros. No, no, that's a narrative I don't want to see happen, which means there are 20, 28 other teams that I would rather see win than the Astros and the Yankees. And quite frankly, when you take a look, there's 16 teams that are going to make the postseason. That means 14 of them can win, and I'd be perfectly fine with any of them winning. I just don't want it to be those two. Well, it looked like for a while the Astros got their act together when they went on a massive winning streak, smacking around the likes of the my new team, the Mariners and the Rockies, and it looked like they were the, they were riding the ship and about ready to overtake the Oakland A's, while the New York Yankees looked like they were being the New York Yankees, and they were looked like they were going to run off to a big lead, and while they would be challenged by the Tampa Bay Rays, that they would be one of the squads in baseball that you knew were going to be very good. Now, one of the things that happens in baseball is during the course of a season, you can kind of look and earmark of, oh man, some tough games are coming up, and oh, we got some smooth sailing coming up as well, that there's going to be some easy teams that you can smack around. The Yankees just went through a really tough stretch where they had to play teams like, well, okay, the Red Sox are not a tough stretch, but they had to play the Rays, the Braves, the Mets, the Rays again, the Mets again for a makeup game. And they went through that gauntlet and played very poorly. They had they went on a big winning streak after smacking the Red Sox around, and then got swept by the Rays. They lost the two games with Atlanta. They didn't play well against the Mets. 
They lost, again, a bunch of games to the Rays. And so they went on this massive slide. And so when you took a look and you say, oh, man, you know, the Blue Jays are a tough team, but you got four games against the Orioles. And somewhere in the back of your head, you're thinking, hey, it's, you know, not that it's a respite, but at least we got a we got an Orioles team. We can, you know, get back on the winning side, smack them around a little bit. And the Yankees won a tight opener that went in extra innings that for looked like for a while the Orioles were going to win. And, but the Yankees won that. Say, all right, all right, we'll get ourselves together here and we'll get on a nice winning streak. And they proceeded to lose the last three games to Baltimore. And now the images of catching up with Tampa Bay dancing in their head, forget that. They let the Blue Jays leapfrog them. They're in third in the American League East, and only a couple of games ahead of the Blue Je- ahead of Baltimore. And the Yankees are starting a series today against Toronto. If Toronto wins that series, they'll push the Yankees back a little further. And if the Orioles can hold their own, the Yankees have to face the Orioles at the end of the week. And if the Orioles beat them again... The Yankees could fall out of the playoffs altogether. And here's something to say. This is not me just being a Yankee hater. Blah, 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 blah. The thing that should make Yankee fans terrified is there is nothing about this team that is exceptional. DJ LeMayhew is a very good hitter. Luke Voigt's having a very good season. There is no other player in their lineup who I look at and say, oh man, be afraid of them. Their pitching staff right now is mediocre. Their bullpen right now is, quite frankly, not good. And Aroldis Chapman has one save and a horrible ERA and is completely ineffective. And the rest of their bullpen is really not special. So they're going to be playing the Blue Jays who are looking to put a little distance behind them. They start this, we'll reconvene at the end. Meanwhile, the Astros had a similar thing, that they've been having some bumps in the road. Of course, they've had some massive injuries to their team as well. You can't lose Justin Verlander from your starting rotation and be like, ah, everything's going to be great. But again, they took a look. They're going to play the Angels, who are awful, absolutely awful, and thought, okay, we're going to go to Anaheim, we're going to win some games. They're going to pat it. Get, get, sort of get back off the schneid. Because they went on a big, huge winning streak where they smacked around some good team, or some bad team, sorry. But then they got swept by the Padres. But they beat up the Angels, and they played well against the A's. But then they lost to the Rangers, and then they you know went to, went to Anaheim to think, okay, we're going to get back on the winning ways before we have to play Oakland. And maybe by then, they'd be within striking distance of Oakland. Nope, they got swept in a four-game series where Mike Trout seemed to be able to hit at will. And even Justin Upton, who had been sound asleep, woke up and started hitting the tomato out of the ball. I don't know why the ball has a tomato in it. So now the A's are going to be playing the Astros in Oakland. And any thoughts of the Astros overtaking the A's can be eliminated as the A's have right now a five-game lead in the loss column, three and a half in the standings. 
The A's can make this a fait accompli if they win this series. Because remember, we're past, we're past Labor Day. And so if you are ahead by, I don't know, four games with four weeks to play, that's tough to make up that ground. This would be the last time that the A's and Astros play each other, and they play each other five times. If the A's win three out of those five, there's virtually no way the Astros could overtake them. So we are going to take a look. There's a big series with the A's and Astros and the Blue Jays and Yankees who have not played each other yet and will play nearly half of the rest of the season against each other. The A's and the Blue Jays could make the lives of the Yankees and Astros quite miserable. And the Orioles are looking around going like, are we in this? Are we in this? So we'll come back when the first game is over and we'll take a look at what happened. Hey, let's talk a little bit about rockauto.com. One of the reasons to repair and maintain your car is to save money. And then you can use that money for important things like mortgage, food, or renewing your MLB.com subscription. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto part at a chain store or a new car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. Whether it's your classic or a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The catalog at rockauto.com is unique, remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the brands and specification and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. The same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how do you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need is at rockauto.com. Well, the Yankee game just ended just right now. And my God, what an absolute disaster of a game that was for the Yankees. Where, I mean, think about this. They had Hyunjin Ryu, very good pitcher, and they smacked him around. They absolutely smacked him around. Look at the final line for him. He pitched five innings, let up five runs, let up three homers. I mean, he was, he was completely ineffective. And the Yankee offense, which is not great this year, had a big outburst and a 6-2 lead going into the bottom of the sixth inning. And that's when uh, Green, but especially Ottavino, were just a disaster. In one-third of an inning combined, they allowed five hits and four walks and allowing ten runs, nine of them were earned, in one-third of an inning. And with that, the Blue Jays put to, put a 10 spot, turned a 6-2 game, of which I was watching the game and thinking, well, Blue Jays are going to lose this one, 6-2, and the two of them will be tied. And then, just all of a sudden, just the wheels came off. And Adovino, I just was 
thinking about some poor schmuck who has Ottavino on their fantasy team who activated him today, and what a disaster that was. But there was another disaster that happened, and it was a much more subtle disaster, and that was Montgomery couldn't get out of the fourth inning. He allowed eight runners on. He allowed only two runs in three and a third innings, and they happened to get a good relief performance out of Jonathan Holder and out of Sessa, and those two combined for three and a third shutout innings. But think about that for a second. They're going into the next game of this series, and Holder pitched a bunch of, you know, threw a bunch of pitches. Sessa threw a bunch of pitches. Adovino threw a ton of pitches, even though it didn't allow a run. So you can't use, and, and Holder pitched his share, uh, not Holder, Green pitched his share of pitches. So you can't keep wheeling the same dudes out every single day, but you're going to have to keep dipping back into the well if your starting pitcher can't get out of the fourth. You, you torch Hunjin Ryu and take a 6-2 lead into the sixth and turn into a blowout for the other team. So the Yankees are going to hand the ball to Hap. They're now two games behind Toronto at this point. And keep in mind one thing. I'm going to bring this up at the end of the show because I am going to take a look at what's going to happen with the with the Houston game. Right now they're losing to Oakland, but it's a much more manageable. It's only 2 nothing at this point. But the Yankees, lest we forget, are now one game above 500. And that's going to be something that's important. We'll bring up the end of the show. But right now, disaster for the Yankees. Let's see what happens with Houston. Well, the Astros didn't have the humiliation that the Yankees had with that massively horrible inning, but it was no less discouraging. They didn't particularly get great starting pitching. It was only five innings. Granted, that's a lot better than Montgomery gave. And the bullpen was bad. Allowed four runs. If your bullpen allows four runs in four innings, actually in three innings, that's more than a run in an inning. That's bad for a bullpen. And their lineup, well... They didn't score at all. And Astros fans, you cannot fight the narrative. Their offense stinks. And you can say they've had injuries. They could say this, that, or the other thing. The narrative you are going to be fighting is, see, see, they can't hit now. They were cheating. But that but, doesn't matter. You can't fight the narrative. You can't fight the narrative. But here's something that could happen tomorrow. Tomorrow, let's just say the A's and the Astros play a doubleheader, which they're about to. And as it stands right now, the A's are up six, count them, six games in the loss column ahead of the Houston Astros. Six, with less than 20 to play. That is a lot to make up, okay? Now, the Astros and the A's are going to play a doubleheader. Now, if the Astros sweep that doubleheader, then they'll be two and a half games back in the standings and four games back in the loss column. Still a lot to make up. If they split, then they will remain, the A's will remain four and a half up in the standings and they will remain 
uh, six games ahead in the loss column. Let's just say that the A's sweep the doubleheader. A bunch of things will happen. The A's will have a six and a half game lead with less than 20 games to play. That is all but insurmountable, okay? That would essentially clinch one of the top spots in the American League for the playoffs and would really put them in a position where it would be Tampa versus Oakland, you know, the teams with the two best stadiums in the American League, so they can't compete for the best record in baseball. But let's say the following events happen. Let's say the A's sweep that doubleheader. That would put the Astros to being a sub-500 team with less than 20 to go. Let's just say Jay Happ pitches poorly and the Yankees lose. They will be a 500 team with less than 20 to play. Now, I know it's a 60-game season, but these are the cards that are dealt. This is what's on the menu. Suddenly, you can look up and nudge Oriole fans, Tiger fans, and yes, Seattle Mariner fans. Remember them? Remember the Mariners, the team I adopted? Guess what? They're on a six-game winning streak while the Astros are on this massive losing streak. Yes, the Mariners are a sub-500 team right now, but they're only three games under, uh, you know, three games under 500. The Tigers are also three games under 500. The Orioles are two games under 500. Let's say the Yankees and the Astros continue to lose and all three of those teams, and none of them are playing each other. The Mariners are playing the Giants, and the Giants are playing well, but that's hardly a colossal matchup of gargantuans. The Orioles are playing the Mets, and you can never know what the Mets will do at any one point. And Detroit is playing Milwaukee, who is also quite a disappointing team this year. What I'm saying is, suddenly, not because they're good, because all three of those teams I mentioned are sub-500 teams and were sellers, can look up and say, wait a minute, can we actually make the postseason? If we're chasing a 500 team and a sub-500 team, then the answer to that question is yes. And this is not outlandish. We're talking in the course of a day. Let's say the Yankees lose and the Orioles win. Let's say the Orioles win against the Mets who are not pitching Jacob deGrom. And let's say Jay Happ loses. Neither one of those statements are outlandish. Then guess what? The Yankees and Orioles would be tied in the loss column. And be only, the Yankees would only, uh, if what I had mentioned, if the Mariners win against the Giants and the Astros get swept by the A's, then the Astros and the Mariners would be, say it with me, tied in the loss column and only half a game separating the two. What, and the same thing going for Detroit. If they happen to win tomorrow and the Astros get swept, then Detroit would be one better than Houston 
in the loss column. What I am saying is, the two teams that I believe everybody were penciling in to represent the American League in this short season in the World Series, who at one point looked like they were on a roll, now are in the fight for their lives and could potentially miss the postseason. And with that in mind, I said those are the only two teams I don't want to see win the World Series. I mean, there is a possibility of the entire 16-team field be filled with teams that make me say, I'm fine with that. Wouldn't that be glorious? What I'm saying is, Mariner fans, Oriole fans, Tiger fans, wake up. It's time to do some spoiling. So go to the free and easy to use Himalaya podcasting app and like us on all the social media sites. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Looking at the two major villains of the American League and seeing that, oh my God, they could miss the whole kit and also the caboodle. This is Locked On MLB for the eighth day of September 2020. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.